Welcome everyone to Pray First Ministries. All right, so every week we meet on Saturday morning, our Sabbath between 10 a.m. and 12.30 p.m.-ish, depending on how Holy Spirit moving that week, to discuss different topics in the Lord. Yes, and this Bible study, this podcast episode starts the series of the churches of Asia Minor and This episode will be on the church of Ephesus and the church of Smyrna. For in verse 3, chapter 1 in Revelations, it says, Blessed are those who read it, those who hear it, and those who obtain it, those who keep it. So we pray that you are blessed in the Lord. Amen. So I love you guys. I hope you're fed today in Jesus' name. Amen. So the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants things which must shortly take place. Mm -hmm. So this is revelation in the book of prophecies, as Bria just read. And as the word is saying, uh, which are is of things that is going to take place shortly, shortly take place. That's that's an important word. He sent and and signified by his angels by his angel to his servant john so um christ revealed himself to john while he was on the island of patmos who bore witness to the word of god and to the testimony of jesus christ to all things that he saw bless as verse three said you know everyone just, you know, read this one like in your mind or as it's on the page. Blessed is he or she who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written in it for the time is near. Amen. So again, blessed are they that read and those who hear the words of this prophecy um and keep those things which are written in it um so you know a lot of things even as we read the word um i've read and i've learned like it's it's great when you know um the ending of a thing mm-hmm. um because and it's in somewhere in this study i put it somewhere in this study because when you know the end of something then it it kind of helps you, not kind of, but it helps you with the time between or how how you're gonna live between. Mm-hmm. Like um, I was watching a a sermon um with someone, and he was saying like whenever we have goals, right? We the goal is the end, mm-hmm. right? And when we have the goal, like we start from the goal back. So like if I want to be um a a professor, right? That's the goal. So now I work from being a professor back. Like, what do I need to do? What do, where do I need to go to be a professor? And then we like work between that. And it kind of like without realizing it, it it's kind of the best way to do it because it's it's a efficient way to do it. Mm-hmm. Because once we know where we're going, then it help us um, not waste time. Yes. Um, so um, again, so it says, blessed with those who read it 
And so, you know, read it and hearing is two different things. Because mm. a lot of people, you know, I've read this before and never understood it. Um, but reading and understanding it is uh, come in, come uh, together. And also blessed are those who, who keep the things which we're going to hear um, because the time is near. Mm -hmm. So before I keep going, um, Sister Rain, you can go ahead. Yes, um, it was too powerful to just pass verse three by. So I realized we have to do three things. So we're, we're gonna read it for ourselves. And then when you say like reading and hearing, two different things that is so important for you to say brother Demaj, because like from a from a jewish a hebrew perspective hear mean listen intently so mm -hmm. by uh, you know by holy spirit and understanding as Demaj, you know rightly say we're gonna read it then we listen intently to what that word is saying and mm -hmm. then we're gonna keep so it's three things we have to do to understand the book of revelation to understand what is going on even now um in, in our in our society and you know, put together and what the the bad bad things that's gonna ha be happening very soon. So thank you, brother Demarge. Praise God. And this Amen. is actually the only book in the Bible that says this. Yes, um, that's really really important because it's crazy because a lot of people like stay away from Revelations because they think it's so scary. But this is the only book that says if you read and you hear and you follow this book, you will be blessed. Amen. So, um, you know, let's just take heed of what we're going to learn today, because this is, you know, really relevant. I mean, I feel like it was, it's relevant in every single century, but if we mm -hmm. pay close attention, it is so relevant. It makes no sense. Like it, it's just the book of Isaiah is being fulfilled before our eyes. It's so mm -hmm. revelations as well. You know, even the churches that are going to be discussed we have to re the, the, determine what church we're in. You know what I mean? Like, wh where do we fall? What are we supposed to be doing at this time? You know, all of those things are so relevant. So I'm I'm excited to hear the word today. Um, hope uh, go ahead, Esther. I just wanted to say it was so ironic that um, Demar said, when you have to do the goal first in order to reach the goal. And I remember when I was a kid, when I first ever read Revelation, it was a Bible study, and they made us read that before we read Genesis. And they were saying, like, wow. in order for you guys to know how to be prepared for what's coming and how you're supposed mm. to behave as a Christian, let's read the ending so you know who you're supposed to be. And I was mm. just really thinking it was so weird. I'm like, why are we stuff in the back? But now <laughs> that I'm older and what you just said, I was just like, oh, this pastor was on to something. So yes. thank you. Thank you for giving me that, you know, I don't even know what word to call it, but yeah. Yeah, it was, yes. it was given to me too. It was, a, yes. it, was, it was just an eye opening. And you even saying that, like, I, I think it's so important for, you know, a lot of people stray away from it um, because it goes, and we're just reading about it, the, the churches, but it go into like a, everything, like the whole thing. Mm -hmm. um, so Sorry, Damage. Sorry, Damage. So, like, in, to to what Esther said, like that that pastor, he was going from biblical. He was going from the Bible when he said that because the Bible tells us that God knows the end from the beginning. Mm -hmm. So that's why he did that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. So that's it right there. Yeah. So, um, greetings to the seven churches. So the seven churches, um, uh, have the names. Well, um, it was in the beginning, but 
um, we'll, we'll do it. I don't know all of them off of my head, but um, these were seven H H ancient churches in Asia Minor. That is like modern day Turkey right now. You know the country Turkey. That is where um, those these seven uh, churches were. And this is um, what Jesus is saying to John. John um, to the seven churches which are in Asia. Grace to you and peace from from Him who is, who was, and who is to come. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jesus is talking about, you know, we've been doing a lot of studies about, um, you know, the resurrection and Jesus returning. And um, this is not like when he came, when he, when he resurrected after he died. This is um, the next time that he's going to come. Um, from, from the seven spirits who are before your throne, before his throne and from jesus christ the faithfulness the faithful witness the firstborn from the from the dead and the ruler over the kings of the earth to him who loved us washed us from our sins in his own blood and has made us kings and priests to his god and father to him be glory and dominion forever and forever amen I want to talk about, um, sorry, the second coming of Christ. Yeah. Um, I used to always believe like the rapture was the second coming of Christ. So I kind of wanted to talk about that um, because there's a sec, there's a like a separate part of that, right? Like um, those who are believers in Christ will be caught up in the air. I mean, the dead in Christ will be caught up in the air to meet him. And then all of the rest of us will be caught up in the air to meet Christ but the second coming of Christ that's oftentimes referenced in the Bible is referring to when he comes back for the millennial reign right yeah so I just wanted to differentiate differentiate the two because like I, I always believed that the rapture was the next time we're gonna see Christ and then never see him again until the day of judgment mm. you know and that's actually not the truth but um, I just wanted to clarify that, you know, I'm I'm open for correction if anybody has interpreted it differently. Um, but that's, that's the interpretation I've received, you know, so I wanted to share. Amen. Uh, seven. Behold, he is coming with clouds and every eye will see him. And as I just see at the beginning, like writing a letter to John and writing to the letters to, uh, to the churches, he's speaking like Jesus is speaking about himself. And as I as I see, um, uh, every eye, every eye will see him. Um, and it just kind of paints a picture for you um, as he returned back, like on a cloud, like not hidden from anybody. Um, and as, as you can see, like now, like you may look up and see a cloud, right? Um, but I don't know how far, I don't know how things really work, but not just a cloud over America, but every, like every eye is going to be able to see him when he's in this cloud. Like every eye is going to be set on him. It's going to be revealed to everyone at the same time that he is who he said he was, Mm -hmm. even those who pierced him Mm -hmm. and all the tribes of, of the earth will mourn because of because of him mm-hmm. even so amen and this is just jesus telling us who who he is i am the alpha and the omega mm-hmm. the beginning 
and the end, says the Lord, who is, who was, and who is to come, the Almighty. And this, you know, for those of us who have trouble understanding whether or not Jesus is God, Jesus makes it very plain and simple right here. The Alpha and the Omega is God. Jesus is God. Holy Spirit is God. They are one. Um, and Jesus here is saying it. Yes. Say, Jesus never said that he was God. He did several times. Only God the Father is Alpha and Omega. And Jesus is saying he is Alpha and Omega. So Jesus is the Father. They are one. You know, so I just want to share that also. Because that's something that's really hard to conceptualize you know, as a believer anyways, but you need Holy Spirit. We, you know, me and Mama Lorraine was talking about that this week. You really need Holy Spirit to explain that to you, how they are one, you know? Yeah. So this is uh the vision of the son of man. This is John. Um, like just speaking and just like test saying his testimony and also what he's, what he sees. And also is going to mention um the church. I, John, both your brother and companions in the tribulation and and kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ was on an island that is called Patmos for the word for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a loud voice as of a trumpet saying, "I am the Alpha and the Omega. I am uh, the first and the last." And who you and what you see, write in a book, and send it to seven churches, which are in Asia, to Ephesus, to Smyrna, to Pergamus, to Thyatira, to Sardis, and to Philadelphia, and to Laodicea. Mm -hmm. And then I turned to see the voice that spoke with me, not to me, but with me, having turned. I saw seven golden lampstands and in the midst of seven lampstands, one, one like the son of man clothed with a garment down to his feet, girded, girded about the chest, um, about the chest with a golden band. His head and his hair were white like wool, as white as snow, his eyes like a flame of fire. His feet were like fine brass. Um, people always speak about um, like his color by, you know, his uh, his feet. This is one of the scriptures that they use, um, like brass. You know, brass is kind of like a, you know, like an Egyptian kind of color. Um, okay. Yeah, like a brownish. As if refined in a furnace, his voice as the sound of many waters, he had in his right hand seven stars. Mm -hmm. Out of his mouth went two, no, out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword. And as people speak about how the word uh, is as a um, two-edged sword, um, his countenance was like the sun shining in his strength. And when I saw him, I fell. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead, mm -hmm. but he's laid his right hand on me saying to me, do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am he who lives and was dead and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. I have the keys 
of Hades and of death. Amen. Hide these things which you have seen and the things which are and the things which will take place and the mystery of the seven stars which you saw in my right hand and the seven golden lampstands. The seven stars are the seven angels of the seven churches and the seven lampstands which you saw are the seven churches. Amen. Hallelujah. It's very important to know because we're gonna speak, we're gonna speak about that also. So the first church that he's gonna speak about is Ephesus. And that's the first church we're gonna um talk about. Okay. Um so this just to give everybody an example, where Angola is modern day Turkey. Like the Patmos, that's where the island was. And you see how the seven churches, they kind of like um, all connected to each other, kind of making a circle. Um, so the blessing, um, the blessing that for those that read um, this book and read these prophecies, John was boiled in oil, but by the supernatural power of God, he did not die. And because he did not die, they, they the Romans, uh, they banished him to an island called Patmos. And while he was there, Jesus appeared to him and John wrote the book of Revelations. And scholars say that scholars say that this was about 65 years after the resurrection of Christ. Yeah. Each church received their letters, including the whole book, the whole thing. And Christ wanted each church to know the knowledge um, of the end, just as now, as we're reading um, the whole book. These churches represent these church represent all the struggles that modern day churches struggle with now and even us. So as we start this study, uh, we pray that all of us receive and learn from these letters. And this is the only prophetic book of the New Testament. Amen. Um, and this is just another, just show another um, picture. Another picture. This is um, Ephesus, not back in the day, but this is how it looks now. Um, one of the um, uh, stadiums. Okay. And all right. Maria, you want to read this? Is this what you... Oh, wow. Thank God. <laughs> is... No, it's just. I can read <laughs> Okay. The Loveless Church. So the angel of the church of Ephesus write these things, these things says. He who, huh? These things says, he who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks in the midst of the seven golden lampstands, I know your works, mm -hmm. your labors, mm -hmm. your patience, mm -hmm. and that you cannot bear those who are evil. And you have tested those who say they are apostles and are not. And have found them liars, mm -hmm. and you have preserved, sorry, and you have preserved and have patience and have labored in my name's sake and have not become weary. Nevertheless, I have this against you. Mm -hmm. So I got something on you though that you have left your first love. Mm -hmm. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen. Repent and do this and do the first works or else 
I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from this from its place mm. unless you repent. But this you have that you hate the deeds of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give to him, I will give to eat from the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Amen. 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 So we, uh, Jesus sent this letter to the church of Ephesus in the first century AD. So just to learn, um, we're going to learn a, a little bit about Ephesus, this kind of city it was. And that is one of the, the temples that they have. This is um temple Ar Artemis. <laughs> yeah, we learned a little bit about Artemis. Um, so Ephesus was a city once considered the most important Greek city the most important uh, trading center in the Mediterranean region. Uh, throughout history, Ephesus survived multiple attacks and they and it, and changed. The place of the former temple of Artemis, one of the seven wonders of the ancient world, ancient world. The city was the center of Artemis worship and responsible for maintaining the cult's purity of worship. Artemis is the Greek goddess of hunting and wild animals. And just want to share this. Uh, Ephesus appeared um, multiple times in the New Testament. The oldest reference um, to Ephesus in the New Testament is in Paul's first letter to the Corinthians. And it reads, if with mere human hopes, I fought with wild animals at Ephesus, um, what would I gain by it? Mm. And just the like, it, it's so crazy how like, as we just read this and we just um connect these two, um, there was a temple of Artemis at Ephesus, and they worship, and that's the god of wild animals and hunting. And um, Paul said to, in his letter to um the Corinthians, uh, to the Corinthians church, if we're merely humans, hope. I fought with wild animals at Ephesus. Um, what would I gain by it? And it was just so crazy how the things, like I believe, um, just as we connect these things, like the things that people worship, like under a region, right? Like whether if it's uh, a god of, um, like say for example, I'm gonna give you an example, like the god of like fertility and things like that. If, if people worship that god, right? I, I believe that, there are things that we as believers must fight like that, that spirit that's in that region. Mm -hmm. um, and I just thought that that was just interesting. Um, how Paul said that and, that, and that's actual that the main thing there, the main, um, the main um, place of that worship of that goddess was in Ephesus. And that's when Paul referred to them, um, referred to their God. So Christ warns the church of um, the church in Revelations that their prom um, that their um, prominence and blessings will be removed. Christ addressed their lack of love. Jesus acknowledged their works, their laboring. Like He gave them that He gave them that, um, and that they hate evil. And Christ tells the church of Ephesus that. They know they 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 know their word because he acknowledged that you have tested those who are apostle, 
and who are not and found them liars. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if, if we have read Ephesians, like Paul, like people, Paul have, have preached to that church. Um, Timothy have preached to that church. And there's another um, scholar that's in the um, the Bible that have preached there. So they, they have they have saw like uh, real theologians, especially in that time. And Jesus said, you have laid, Jesus said to them, you have you have labored for my name's sake and not became uh, not become weary. Mm -hmm. And it's safe to say that this church was on fire, but they lacked something. Mm hmm. Um, mm -hmm. Then Jesus said, nevertheless, I have this against you. In other words, like, I love this and this um, about you. Like, you're doing this. Um, the, 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 the city, being a rich city, being a big city, like, they, you are known for this. Um, you're known for hating evil. You're known for, like, all these things. But there's one thing, there's one important thing I have against you. And it's so important that Jesus said to them that if you don't repent of it, and do the works first, then I will come quickly, mm. move, remove the lampstand from its place. Mm. And um, just as we're going to just speak about um, lampstand in the tabernacle in the, in the, uh, in the olden days, like around that time, but a little bit before the lampstand was placed in the first section called the holy place in Hebrews nine, two says for a tent was prepared the first section in which there was a lampstand, a table, and the bread of the presence, of the presence, and it's called the holy place. The lamp was, to, was tended by Aaron and his sons so that its light never went out. Mm -hmm. And the lampstand was to give forth light day and night. Exodus 27, 20 to 21. He said, you shall command the people of Israel that that they bring to you pure beaten oil, beaten olive oil, for for the light and the lamp may be regularly set set up to burn. And in the tent of meeting, outside the veil that is before before the testimony, Aaron and his son shall tend to it from evening to morning before the Lord, and it shall be a statue forever to observe throughout their generation by the by the people of Israel and you know as we learn about just even um sabbath and all these um sabbath passover and as it say uh um this this shall be a statue throughout generations like christ mentioned in revelation the lampstand mm -hmm. even though it's a different lampstand um but he he is still like he draw the close um the connection between both of them the lampstand being the only source of light points directly to Christ as being the light of the world. Yes. His presence with the church. Yes. 8, 12. Again, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows, follows me will not walk in darkness, but, but will have the light of life. Amen. And John, John 9, 5 says, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Mm -hmm. Jesus is the true light. That give, he's the true light that gives light to everyone. As he, he himself was the light to this church of Ephesus. And the only way anyone could see the father is through Jesus. Jesus also calls his church the light of the world. Yes. Not of their doing, but, of, but, but because Christ is abiding in the church. And Jesus yes. told 
them, the church of Ephesus, if they don't repent or return to operating in love, then he will remove himself from them and leave their presence. Wow. And, and, and he said that he would do it in a haste. And it's so important just to even know, um, like, yeah, we can know our our word word and we can have good works that we can do all of these things uh in a community like we can labor and, and we can labor with a smile on our face and not not even do it we not get tired of it uh we, we the holy spirit obviously have to reveal things to us mm -hmm. for us to know who was not of god so he so holy spirit was revealing things to them because as you said in in revelations too that they knew who were apostles and who weren't who who weren't mm -hmm. but the thing that they didn't have was love like they just mm -hmm. abiding in his love and and that's just a reminder to all of us like yes. um yes. never to up like never to leave him um for everything that we do ministry we have to do it in love like imagine that like um yes. um um when we speak we have to speak in love we rebuke rebuking love like everything we do um and so just to continue going yeah go ahead um and this is so powerful to mind i want to you know talk about you know i think the day before yesterday i was talking about uh on my social media like people like you know like go super hard about the lgbtq community and you know i made a statement like you know uh, yeah, homosexuality is not right, and, and I will never, ever get on a platform and, and condone it, but we still have to understand that some of these people have been raped, some of them have been molested, some of them have gone through things that, you know, made them feel like, or made the enemy make them think that this is the lifestyle they need to live, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. How every single person should repent, we all need to repent, right? We still have to greet people in love, right? You can yeah. tell you you are beautiful, my sister. You don't have to change the way you look in order to be accepted by Christ. He accepts you for who he made you as. He knew you before you even knew yourself. You know, there's a way in which we do everything. Of course, we have to rebuke and correct, but everything in love. And if we take a step back, just like Jesus did here, you know, some of us are really living holy lives. Some of us are really, really living by the book. You know what I mean? We don't curse. We don't We don't have sex before marriage. We're not lusting. We're not doing this. We're not doing that. We giving community service. We're doing all these things. But who you loving though? Because mm -hmm. that's my commandment. Love others as I have loved you. You know what I mean? So, you know, there's, a, there's really a time and place for everything. Sometimes think, things call for harsh, harsh rebuke or whatever the case may be. But the truth of the matter is, we need if we did more loving than we did hating this world really would be a different place you know yeah. um, that was jesus's message although jesus did tell people to repent he he the really is it really all of us really should just aspire to be like him but we really sit back and think about it you know and i was telling someone the other day i, I was like me and sinners like we get along like me and sinners be like this and the reason why is not because I'm going to do anything that they do. It's just because I know where they are. I've been there. And if we all take a step back, we all been there. Like, come on, who hasn't done what everybody else is doing? Like, we, we all have been there and we all still fall short, you know? 
just greet people with love. If you got to correct, correct, but correct in love, everything in love, you know? And that's why I feel like I, you know, I, I connect with them, uh, you know, because before Christ, some of, I, I really just was lost. I didn't purposely want to hurt him. I thought I was living a good life because the thing about it is life will have us thinking that if you're a nice person, you're going to heaven. So some people are genuinely deceived, like they don't know, you know what I mean? It's our job to teach, but in love, you know? So I, I just thought this point was so important. Like we can't, Jesus did come to fulfill the law, but we can't be so bound by the law that we only remember the law and forget about the fact that like love is extremely important as well. You know what I mean? So yeah. I thank God for that. I just, I just wanted to say like what you just added on, um, remember therefore where um you have fallen and even them like as we it's just supposed to operate in everything mm -hmm. like love um forgetting like where they came from like like never never and um never for us to forget where we came from and and that helps us to operate in love um yeah so but to so start off saying to continue going it says but this you have but this you have, that you have hate the deeds of the uh, the Nicolaitans, Nicolaitans, which I also hate. And I feel like this is so important for, for us to mention because um, Christ pointed out the things that they did good, right? And he pointed out the things that they needed to change. And then he also continued with saying like, you know, adding on like another thing that he that he liked, but this you have. So as everything, as just we learn from each church, um, like, yeah, like our works and our everything could be good. Like we don't desire to be like any anybody that's doing all these things that's resisting and staying away from um, like sin or staying away from um, all these things. But they don't have the love of Christ within them. And um, but this this thing Jesus hated and about about them was their deeds and the words de deeds deeds is a greek word called egra which means works mm -hmm. and just to add on from revelations 2 14 to 15 um, i'm gonna read this first and then you could go serene um and answer um frank question but i have but jesus said but i have a few things against you because you have you have there those who hold the doctrine of balaam who who taught balak to put a stumbling block before the children of Israel to eat things. And, and starting right here, this is what the, um, the Nicolaitans like did to eat things, sacrifice to animals, mm -hmm. to commit sexual immortality. And thus, thus you also have those who hold the doctrines of the, the Nicolaitans, which, which, which thing I hate. And as we read this, like, let's not skip over, um, let's not skip over, let, let's not skip over, like, anything that is in um, these scriptures, and um, go ahead, Sister Lorraine. Yeah, so I just wanted to just touch a few things, just just touch on um, the Nicolaitans, and we, we don't really know, we didn't really know about the doctrines of the Nicolaitans until it mentioned in, um, I think, in the early church, um, Nick, I think Nikolai was this person who, he, he was a pagan practicing person and he, he was yeah, converted yeah. and then he, he he lost his way at some point he lost his way 
and he, he started to believe in like the Greek thing, like the Roman kind of thing, like gods and them stuff, different doctrines, different ideologies, ideologies, and he brought it to the church. So whatever he brought in the church became the doctrine of the Nicolaitans. Mm -hmm. So that's why they call it the doctrine of the Nicolaitans. Just in the church and just believe in things that are things that are not 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 the gospel. You yeah, know, the, that are compromised. Yeah, they mm -hmm. they 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 compromised a lot. Yes. Um, their, their their doctrines and it goes it goes further because there's a um, and it's actually in Acts. The person the name was in Acts, but it, it's a it's a great study for you know for um for anyone who wants to go you know deep and deeper um into it. And and also we see in the church, you know you know all the seven churches we can see um it, it functioning all these things functioning um in 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 our churches even like the church they especially like church mothers um they they, they you know they you know see fault with everything but then they, they prefer to reprimand the younger the young the young ladies most time the young ladies and they don't show the young people love um, even the same doctrine of the, the Nicolaitans, uh, they might let's say compromise. They bring in things from the world inside the church. So this is another example, not, not showing the love of Christ, not and not even loving each other. You know, you know, in Jamaica, you know, some Christian, you know, and them are, and somebody else have a problem. They say, I'm gonna put on my Bible and fight you and take up the Bible. You know, they, those, those kind of things. That, that, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But it's uh is 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 very important. Yeah, I'm crying. Me and not giant church. Remember that, Chris? Me and not giant church. <laughs> yes. I'm crying. <laughs> I'm crying. But um, but it's I feel like it's so important for us, you know, as you know, as as you just said, for us to just be aware of any false doctrines. For we have the word of God um available to us. To not let anything be a part of our beliefs, um, because really, if if what you believe in Christ is off, like if your uh, Christology is off, then your whole everything is off. Like your whole yes. your whole gospel. If, the, if you believe a, a little false, not it could be a little um, like false doctrine when it comes to Christ. Like mm -hmm. everything, it affects everything. Yes. So, like, let us all be aware of the things that we believe, and let us all try everything um, by the Spirit. Let, let us all try everything by the Word, which has been placed before us, and is is it is available to us. So we could always. So even when it comes to like reading Scripture, and somebody tell you something like it, it, it's in Scripture, right? So you know, you know, let it let it stand uh, before Christ, or so let it stand to the Word uh, first before. We allow anything to be like a practice to us. So for we allow anything to um, like be in our mind. And know? this right here also is like, um, you know, proof that God, that Jesus, who is God, Jesus, um, uh, kind of like did, you know, he does hate the, the, the compromise of pagan worship in the churches, yeah. you know, because um, I know sometimes people will be like, it's, if I do this, it's not that bad. Like Jesus understands, even though this is pagan and this is pagan, like Jesus actually does hate those things also. But his, but his point here is, okay, I hate those things, but do you still have love though? Like mm -hmm. I get it. like, that is wrong, you know? And, and when people, 
you know, you know, what we're doing um, through Pray First is to learn and unlearn things, which is why, you know, we've chosen to partake in all the feasts and we observe the Shabbat and all those things, because these were things that were important to Jesus. Jesus does not compromise when it comes to paganism at all. We see this here in, in, in him saying, I do hate the deeds of the Nicolotians. Like I don't look Nicolotans. I don't like um, the compromise in the church. However, however, you could really observe Shabbat every week. You can really do all the feasts. You can really, you know, do all the community service. You can do all you want to do. But the fact of the matter is if you lack love, though, you're just as bad. You know what I mean? Like, you, I still got a problem with you. I still got an art with you, you know, and this is why it's so important for us to realize that our works are not what save us, you know, yeah. and biggest thing with the catholic church they they are indoctrinating people to believe that if you do good that you're going to get to heaven it's not your works that save us it's salvation it's christ it's the love of christ believing that he's your lord and savior and and exuding that love on a daily basis that is what saves you you know what i mean accepting him as your lord and savior it's not um your works like yeah. um rich people yeah. give you know what I mean? Rich people, some rich people observe Sabbath, believe it or not. They have a day of rest. It's us who think we got to work like, like demons all day it's long. True. Like yeah. even rich people understand that there's a day where I have to completely disconnect from the world. So it's, it's not hard to do the things of, it. I mean, it is hard to do the things of God without God, but I'm saying people do it. But if they lack that one thing, Jesus still has an art. So, you know, let's just keep that thing in mind. You know what I mean? And, and I just want to say it's so important. Just as Christ speak to each one of us, like, like, don't do that. Like, I'm trying, I'm, I'm going to take this away from you. Like, stop, uh, you know, um, like whatever it is, like whatever it was back in, in the past, like, oh, stop smoking or stop whatever. Is the same thing that he is sent putting in this letter to send um, to these churches because he desired them to keep burning. He desired yeah. their lamps to still be with them. And he desired for, for his spirit, um, for his light within us to keep on burning. Um, so just as he shared with them and this, the same way how he continued to walk with us and, 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 um, and counsel us, um, that's because he wants us to continue to be with him, you know, and I think that's just important. That's so important because it's so important to also learn about the, the city, you know, for, for, and I'm going to read more about it first before I go with it. So, um, seven verse seven says, but, but he who has an ear, let him hear what the spirit says to the churches and, um, this is a letter to the church, right? It's not to the pat. It's not to the um, like pastor. So, could you imagine like this letter being read to the whole church, like to everybody? So, and and it ends right here. He who has an ear, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Mm -hmm. To him, to them who overcome, I will give to eat from the tree of life, which is during the paradise of God. Praise God. The church of Ephesus forgot its original, its original love, Jesus Christ. They embrace power and control rather than service, sacrifice, oh. and love. They ra rather embrace the grace of Christ 
and it adopt a the um uh wait, wait, see. It adopted the theology of hate and anger and let us remain in the presence of Jesus. Let us live a life that's pleasing to him and let us spread the gospel with love. Let us preach in love. Let us speak in love. Let us walk with love. Let us do everything in love and never forget that Jesus is love. And just even to just um, kind of connect things a little bit, the church of Ephesus are, are in a city that is strongly um, influenced by Rome and even by their God. Like they have the, the let me just go back a little bit, the, the temple, uh, the temple of Artemis that is for the, the Greek goddess of hunting and wild animals. Um, so you could tell that they, they were, um, there's a lot of influence going on. So it's heavy rebuking. They're rebuking a lot of people and they know who are, who they know who's not of God and they know who is of God. Mm -hmm. Um, but still like one thing could, 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 could have Christ say like, I'm like, fix this thing or I'm coming in haste. Like I'm coming quickly to, yeah. to take my life, my lamp lampstand from you. Wow. Amen. Um, uh, Frank wrote first John four, seven, eight, behold, let us love one another for love is of God. And everyone who, who, who love is born of God and knows God. And he who does not love does not know God for God is love. Mm. So we're going to, huh? I, I just wanted to say the last slide that you just did. You know, and Jesus spoke about this in all, all of the churches. He that, he that has an ear to ear by the spirit. So, you know, is the spirit has to speak to us. Holy Spirit has to reveal um, whatever um, the word, the, the word Jesus is saying to these churches. You know, so we have to have not just the ears, the tool where God give us, but a spiritual ears, like a spiritual listening to understand what this Holy Spirit is saying. And just even the, the realization to know and the revelation to know that it's the spirit that helps us understand. So as I say that, right, as we go back to um, it says um, as he send as he send it out, it says there's seven spirits. I'm gonna go back, but it's in the it's in the first. But it angels. says there's seven angels um, that's going to the seven churches with with the letters. So like we won't be able to understand like let us as he said the ending like let us like who he who has an ear let him hear what the spirit says to the churches mm -hmm. and it, it just attaches to like even when it comes to the word and just the revelation we cannot understand until um God reveal it to us until the Holy Spirit helps us um to receive it yes it's not um I think. Oftentimes when we want to get a revelation is to walk away and be like, aha, a revelation. Mm -hmm. Revelation is to correct us. Yeah. Y'all hearing that though. We should not, although we're, he's talking to the church, he, we the church, each and every person on here is a temple. Every yes. single person here is a temple, is a church we are the people he's correcting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we yeah. have to take that so serious. The revel oftentimes we get a revelation and we share it with somebody but like, this is so good. This revelation, like, no, we also have to sit in it and apply it. That remember the three steps we talked about earlier to, to, to um, read it, to hear it. And then actually 
like act on it. You know what I mean? But that means now when we walk away from this Bible study, we really got to sit back and say, okay, I'm following all these things, but how much am I loving people? How much am I showing grace? Like that, that's what we need to be walking away with. Like hearing by the spirit makes yeah. us want to change. Yeah, That's the double-edged sword that we was talking about those earlier. That Jesus did. Keep it. Yes, yeah. yes. That's the double-edged sword we were talking about earlier that, that Jesus is, you know? So like, as we're listening to this, I'm, I'm really, I have to put my posture, my body posture to sit back because I'm not just hearing this by the spirit to be like, oh, I got a good word today, but really like, okay, so the, you got some areas to clean up, Miss Mamas. You know what I mean? Like we all do um, yeah. really sit back and really hear about the spirit, you know? Yeah. As you said, yeah. you know, blessed, blessed is they that read it and those who hear, hear it, and those who keep it. Yes. So time is near. So those three things. So hear it and, 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 and those who, those who read it and those who really hear it. Hear it by the spirit. You hear it by the spirit and receive it. And for those who keep it, um, yeah. for everything um, that that Christ is saying to the church. So um, the last one is um, Smyrna. This, this is uh, a- The last one for today. We for today, yeah. Seven. For a graphic picture of um, the city of Smyrna. Um, so persecuted church, where you got us? Praise the Lord. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The persecuted church. And to the angel of the church in Smyrna write, these things says the first and the last. Yeah. was dead and came to life. I know your works, tribulation, and poverty. I know you are rich. And I know the blasphemy of those who say they are Jews and are not, but are a but are a synagogue of Satan, mm. child. Do mm. not fear any of those things which are which you are about to suffer. Indeed, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison that you may be tested and you will have tribulation 10 days. Mm. Be faithful until death mm -hmm. and I will give you your crown of life. He who has an heir... Let him hear what the spirit says to the churches. He who overcomes shall not be hurt by the second death. And this is the church. It's, it's, it's oh many, many oh different, my. many different things. But the last verse in each church, they're never the same. So he ends off, Christ ends off um, each letter different. Mm -hmm. so this yeah. is the same he who has an ear let them hear what the spirit says to the churches and the second part is always personal to that church mm -hmm. um, as you can see the, um as you can see but let's just find let's just read more about the church about the city first and you know maybe it will help us um get you know a better understanding about what he's saying so smyrna was a seaport city about 35 miles north of ephesus we saw the picture um, it has been described as the most beautiful of the seven cities, and today it's called is is it's called Izmir in Turkey. The Greek word translated Smyrna was used in Septuagint. Septuagint. Um, the Greek translation of the Old Testament is translated 
to translate the Hebrew word to mirth. Um, a substance used as a perfume for the living. I, I don't know what where it is in the Bible where it says um, mirth. Mirth and something else. Frankincense and mirth. Frankincense and mirth. Yeah, that's when Jesus think um when the the he the wise men yes um yeah they came to give it to Jesus as a gift. Yeah. Um. So frankincense and mirth. So this is the um the city's like hebrew name is translated to that so they made mirth here mirth. Mm. um like mirth produced by crushing a fragrant plant mm -hmm. the church of smyrna crushed by persecution <laughs> gave off a fragrant a, a fragrant aroma of faithfulness this to god beautiful hey. This is beautiful. You gotta take your time with us. You see, oh, Jesus, relatable. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. He wrote each and everything he wrote specific to that church. So, read that last part again. Like myrrh. Like like myrrh produced by crushing fragrant plant. The church at Smyrna crushed by persecution gave off a fragrant aroma. Faithfulness in to God. If y'all don't hear that, I don't Who's that? The city of Smyrna was called the crown of Asia for its stunning buildings. So also the city is called the crown of Asia, right? And just to go over a little bit, what did he say he gonna give them at the end? Like he didn't say it in the to the first church. Like, what did he say to them? Jesus. He who overcomes. Shall no, a little bit, a little bit up. Um, be faithful until death, and I will give you the crown of life. All right. Mm. So they they're living in poverty, in a big, beautiful um city, and as we're gonna learn more about it, but there's a lot of Jews here, like out of you know um out of more than Ephesus that we just um read about. There's a lot of Jews here, but Jews that hate believers hate believers of christ um so they were heavily persecuted by the romans and and by jews yeah. um, so as society they're the bottom they're at the bottom of of i guess you could say social standards in smyrna and if the city is called the city is called the crown of asia right it's a beautiful place but they're at the bottom and Jesus just, just translate that and as a promise, as he writes to that church, and he said, like, be faithful unto death, you know, and I will give you the crown of life. Like they, they, the city is called, the city has a crown for its beautiful, beautiful things, but I will give you a crown of life. And he only said it to them. So I like, keep going. Um, it was built between a harbor and the base of a mountain called uh, Mount Pegasus. Two temples were in Smyrna. One was built for the fall goddess of, of Smyrna, and the other was built to Zeus, which is a Greek god. Um, he always got him in the movies and stuff like Locus that. G. Yeah, he locates G. Um, in the first century AD, the population of the city in Smyrna was about like 200,000. So there's a lot of people there. It's the second biggest city out of all the seven churches, second to Ephesus. Um, I believe Smyrna was home to a very large Jewish community who were hostile to the believers of Jesus. Mm. Smyrna was a ve the very first city to build a temple towards the God of Rome. Mm. Jesus. 
this was a difficult place to live in for believers and Smyrna is the only city of the seven churches that, that there are currently still pockets of Christians in the city. Something wow. to remember. Um, do, do, do you, all right, so this is how the pictures of Smyrna looks now. You see that's on the screen? All right. Yes. And, mm -hmm. and hold on. So this is how it used to look, right? So mm -hmm. it's, it's, the city is obviously broken down a little bit. And um, but 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 look how look look how um that's how Ephesus like used to look right, and it, it, right now it's just a city of 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 rumbles ruins, yeah, and, and it's just a warning to us to just be careful because Ephesus the church there there's still pockets of of believers and of Christians still living in Smyrna now. Yeah. right the research um there are no christians in ephesus mm. so they they didn't do what christ told them wow to do. I... and it's crazy because i was just watching this video this guy was saying most of all the bible prophecies have already come to pass already mm. most of them have already come. and if you really yeah. pay attention this teaching is showing us like it's really happening right now. Like, yes. so if this church is, that's why, um, you know, the Smyrna church, um, I've had dream like prophecies, you know, God has shown me of me getting arrested. And people oftentimes say like, Christians won't have to get arrested. Christians won't have to be, go through <laughs> because like, we gonna be caught up in the air. We're not gonna go through nothing. And the devil is alive. <laughs> If y'all yeah. really think that we're not going to go through anything, please don't fool yourself. Like some mm -hmm. of us will be persecuted for the, for the, for the gospel. Yes. Um, and some of us will have to go to jail and some of us will, you know, lose, like you may lose your home, your family members, like all kinds of stuff can happen. You know what I mean? Like, and this right here is proof, you know, that this, this actually can happen. So we just, just pay attention. You know, I know yeah. a lot of us believe like, like nothing nothing is going to happen to the children of god but the fact of the matter is that's not biblical at all and, and real real quick i just want to say like you know a lot of times like and i know this is not what like is preached and stuff like a lot of times like jesus didn't say like like he's gonna change their situation you know um he told him to be faithful unto death and it's something that we talk about a lot like um i know me frank always talking about it just even praying for like we really got we really gotta pray for a spirit to endure because a lot of things it, it is in our life to endure through it mm -hmm. like he could have just said like you know his scriptures in the bible where he said like you know i'm gonna make i'm gonna like um like obviously the bible doesn't but like I'm going to make you make you bring you guys to the top of the social class and so on and so on and give you this money and give you all these things. Mm. But he's speaking to them for, for, I know your works. I know your tribulation. I know your poverty, but you are rich. Like mm. you mean that, but you are rich. Mm -hmm. You have, you have me. Yeah. I know, yes. those. I know the blaspheme of those. Like he's relating to them, like being in a city that's that 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 they're reading. You gotta think about it. They're reading the same 
they have Jesus, the church, the church of Smyrna, they have Jesus. Um, so you could just imagine um, some of them may have been Jews and especially even hearing about, you know, Paul or whatever, like, uh-huh. but just being separate because the Jews are reading the, the, the five, you know, the first five books and all that stuff. And, and they're reading, you know, the same books, but they have Jesus. Um, no, I know the blaspheme of those who say they are Jews and are not, mm. and are in are, but are a synagogue of Satan. Yeah. And even now we, we see some people yes. claim to be Jews and are not yes. Jews and are not it's the true. This is the Bible that's saying this. And his encouragement to them, his encouragement to them is do not fear any of any of those things, which are you, where you're about to suffer. Oh, like you're going to go through it. Like, this is not something I'm take away from you. Like you have to go through things, but do not, you have to go through these things, but do not fear indeed. And he reveal it to them. Like what the enemy is going to do. Indeed, the enemy is about to throw you, throw some of you in prison that you may be tested. Mm. And you, and he tells them how long it's going to last and you will have tribulation 10 days. And that don't mean 10 days y'all. And, and he said to them, be faithful unto death. Like, like this, this life you're living, like, it's not gonna, like, it, you, you're gonna live it. Just continue to be faithful until you're yeah. with, like, just mm-hmm. continue to be faithful. Good morning. And, and I will give you the crown of life. And it's just an encouragement really like to me, because a lot of time, I think when I first met Bria, um, I shared with her, I had a friend that did she live lived in New Jersey and she um is connected to a church in India and um she, her church connected them and they did a trip over there and they went and they're like underground churches and they couldn't go outside they lived in a compound when she stayed with them and it's different for 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 other people like Christianity we believe now is way different like I was watching a sermon and, and the guy was speaking about like in Pakistan, I think it's 98% Muslim and like 2% Christians and they're being persecuted heavily, like OD. And like now it's so easy for us to just throw them on a t-shirt and, you know, mm-hmm. put them on a hat, on a hoodie, wearing our wristband and things like that, where there's no persecution yet, you know? Um but like people out, people out there that's that's holding fast, that's really holding fast. And the situation is, is like, I'm not gonna say it's not gonna change, but it's it's for everybody, it's not gonna change. And it may not change. And like his encouragement to this, like a lot of us are just gonna have to suffer um because people hate him, you know, so they will hate us. Mm-hmm. And to be faithful to the end until at the stuff you know uh, frank what the scripture that frank post in here um uh for first peter 2 21 for this for this for 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 to to this you have been called christ also suffered for you leaving you an example so that you might follow in his steps yeah and um ending off at 11 it says he who has an ear, um, let him hear what the spirit says to the church. This has must been um, encouraging for them to be in the situation that they're in. And this is the letter that Jesus is writing to them. 
the church. And let me just say and this. Just, and, and, and it's so great. I just want to say this. Like, he didn't go this far, Jesus, in his ministry. So, like, you could just imagine. Um, I don't know if Paul went to Smyrna himself, but I, I know he was at, um, uh, you know, Corinth and... Um, Ephesus. He was at Ephesus. Too. Yeah. And them hearing about Jesus and having a relationship with him. And then he writes a letter to that church, to, to the church, and, like, specifically for them. You know, that must have been, like, uh, so, like, in, encouraging. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, you know, Jesus was so intentional. In the beginning of this, um, in Revelations 1, it says that um, each church got their letter individually, and they also got the whole book, right? Yeah, yeah. So they were able to see everybody's, what Jesus said about everybody. And I think that that part was also encouraging as well, because can you imagine the the Christians that lived in Smyrna that were probably hearing about the Christians in Ephesus who, you know, able to give and they live in a good life or whatever. And they thinking like, oh man, look at my life. Like, you know what I mean? Because sometimes you looking at other believers and you're thinking to yourself, like, I'm basically doing what they doing. Like, yeah. like what's wrong with me? You know, so, so not to compare, but it's like encouraging. Like Jesus got a got a connection with everybody. And he basically allowed them to see like the churches of Ephesus, they got it together. You know what I mean? They not yeah. doing this, they not doing that, whatever, but they lack love. And the difference between you and them is just suffering for me. And your outcome is going to be different if you continue to being faith, faithful to me. So I think that I thought that that part was, you know, very encouraging that even though everybody got their own letter, they also got the entire book yeah. so that they can see, you know, where it is that they stand with Christ, you know, as yeah. well in, co in comparison to, you know, other people in, in their walk as well, you know? Yeah. And, and the question is, the question was asked, well, I'm I think really I'm the guy handed. Oh, 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 sorry. Go ahead. Oh, thank you, Brian. Um, yeah. Then, can you go to the last slide with, with, with the scripture? Uh, because like this is like it's too wonderful. You know, this study is too wonderful for me. You know, the, the you know Jesus did not tell um the, the church in Ephesus that um he's gonna change their situation. He want them to change their perspective. Like you, you're not, you, you, you see your life is poor and you have a lot of tri tribulation. Smyrna, sorry. But oh yeah. So you told the, the, the church in Smyrna that um, you have tribulation, you have poverty, you're poor, but you know, um, Jesus wanted this church to, to change their perspective, to see that they are rich in Christ, you know, and that, you know, whatever they're going through, they should go to that process because the end is there is a crown, crown of life, eternal life they're going to have. And, you know, the Bible speaks about five crowns and people of God, you know, as children of God, as we do the work of Christ, you know, you know, we will get those crowns because, you know, when we get the crown, we're going to lay them at Jesus's feet. So, you know, that this church um, is just just um, encouraged to be intentionally know that whatever, whatever they're doing, they're doing for Christ. Praise God. And it, it, um, this even speak about, you know, as you touched on the, the, the synagogue of Satan, Lord, as, as we say, you know, as you guys mentioned in Israel, especially in the government, a, a lot of them is from the synagogue of, of, of Satan. And even in New York, you know, talk about the Jews run the place. Like a lot of them are not, most of them are not, Jews, they are of the synagogue of Satan. Even Hollywood, you hear the, you see the Jewish names. 
like they are not of they're not Jews. They are of the synagogue of Satan who pretend that they are Jews. Praise God. So this church is just encouraged to be faithful. They're going to be tested, be faithful. And if we, we step out of America, we see the persecuted church in Iran. Iran is the, the, the most growing church now in the world. And they have to be doing it underground. Like they, 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 they give themselves over to Christ, you know, for the gospel. So, and it is coming to, new, um, to America. The persecution is coming to, to America. So like we are encouraged, like when we are praying, let us pray for the persecuted church. Yes. Because they need strength. Because, yes. you know, even when John was, was his head was going to cut off his head, John was so depressed. Whatever John was feeling, so sad, he, he sent his disciple to ask Jesus, are you the one or should we look for another? Can you believe that John, who was speaking in the wilderness not long ago, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. John was had a little doubt. Are you the one? Are you the Messiah? And he just baptized Jesus. Behold, the Lamb of God coming out of the water. Yeah. I, I'm going to ask you a question. This may be too personal, but like, okay, okay. by a show of hands, how many people will really die for Christ today? I'm going to raise my but I, but really you don't know. But I'm just curious. Like, do you think right now, if 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 somebody kicked down the door and be like, deny Christ or I kill you, like, what's your answer? You know what I mean? And if you don't want to answer, that's okay. <laughs> I already died. Let's <laughs> 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 talk about a physical death. You talk about yeah. died already. <laughs> no, but the thing is, the thing is, though, like, I'm like, weak. Um, the thing is, though, like, really, you never know, but when you think about it, like, that is a for sure, like you, you, you good, like you Gucci, like you, you don't gotta worry about no, you know, what's gonna happen, especially if you put it on the line for your faith. Like obviously we wanna be here, but if I was to choose how, like that would be the way because to me it's kind of like guaranteed that I like I like I stood on my faith. Yeah, rather than like a car accident or something like that. Yeah, the best way to go i feel like our funeral would be lit you know what i mean like yeah you know what i just encourage people to do what i would do i would just say jesus is lord and close my eyes tight and wait like just wait for whatever they're gonna do yes. just close the eyes the rope will be tight and i'm crying but um, <laughs> it's crazy because when me and Dimash first started dating um i was like would you really like I, this i was just getting saved just so y'all know but I was like, would you really die for Christ? And he was like, yeah. And he said it so confidently. I'm like, for real? Like, die for real? And he was like, for real, for real. And I was for like, real. Oh. He was like, you would? I'm like, I don't know. Like, at the time, I really didn't know. You to be honest with yourself. Like, because in my mind, back then, I used to think like, all right, I'm going to just say I don't believe him. At the time, I used to say that. And then, you know, when I get in my personal time, I'll just say, um, uh, you know, I forg forgive me, Lord. Like, you know what I mean? Like Peter did. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> but that's not okay. <laughs> it's not, not okay. It's not okay. You know, um, now I'm more mature. I wouldn't, I wouldn't think like that. But it's it's a very natural thing. Like when you think when you think about your your physical body, you you know, and, and you don't really know Christ like that, you may think that like this is the only life there is to live, but there is another one, you know. So mm -hmm. This one is not as important as the one that's coming. You know what I mean? The next one is 
going to be good. Like, you know, this one is good for some of us, but you know what I mean? So he, when I, after I asked Damage that, he said, now nah, if it's just me that I have to, that I have to die for Christ, like I'm willing, like it don't matter what they do, I'm, I'm dying. It is what it is. Yeah. But he said, now nah, when it comes to like, if they put my child in front of me, or they put my mom or you or something like then then we have like you know like I'm I'm still gonna do it but like just chill a little you know <laughs> it, it puts you in a different place you know I got a scripture but like um it's so crazy and I used to say this and people it sounds crazy like I have no problem I don't want to die but I have no problem with dying um because I know it's a thing that is gonna happen right mm-hmm. um, so I, I, I have the scripture I'm posting in the chat where Paul was speaking about like um, like loving loving life, but what I, I, I forgot the scripture. But I, I'm fine. Let's send it. Um, go ahead. For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. That one. No, I just want to go deeper than that. One oh. more encyclopedia. Go. Go ahead, May. <laughs> hey, did you want to say something? Or you had your hand raised because you you really gonna die for Christ. Like you don't even. Oh uh, yeah, I'm going. I'm going. Hey. You can go. <laughs> you, can, you can go ahead and pull your gun I'm out. Okay, you. I'm going. I'm my, going. I, I can't. I'm not. I have a. I have a question hey, though. I'm definitely going. So I have man, a. I have a question pertaining to like the Church of Smyrna, right? And are we? Are you? Um. An example of the the what christianity is in america um like how influenced are you by what christianity is in america um and i asked that question because then i'm gonna ask how would you encourage those people who are being persecuted and things aren't gonna change for them and the reason why, and that's the question. The reason why I ask that is a lot of the times, like we start off with things are going to get better, you know? Mm-hmm. A lot of times when we do that, people look for things to get better. And then when they don't see it, um, then they think God is not there mm-hmm. or God is not here, here or, or someone lied to them and so on and so on. So I just want to ask, like, how would, how before, like now is a perfect example, you know, of how to do it as we look at the scripture, as we go back to the scripture um, to see like how Christ did it. But like, do you think that you're an example of or influenced by like um, blessings, 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 and um, things, you know, everyone's just going to be millionaires and so on and so on there's a question for everybody for anybody can't answer but like voices we haven't heard already of course also like please i'm gonna answer um i feel like i'm not influenced by the christianity in america but sometimes me fighting so hard against the prosperity gospel makes me go too far the other way yeah. so Mm-hmm. I have to tell myself, like, okay, he don't want me in poverty. Like, me being in poverty doesn't mean I'm holier, you know, because then we'll, we'll, it could kind of like downplay our faith and I hope for better in different circumstances. So it's, 
for me, it's all about trying to find that right little middle part and being good regardless of where I'm at. Yes. That's the like best thing. Cause I'll be talking to even Frank about that. Like I, like I don't want to be like hardcore on the other side. Cause then like, I don't want to encourage people um, not to pray. You don't want to be John DeVette. Because a lot of times, no, because a lot of times, mm-hmm. even when it comes, I'm going to give you an example, even when it comes to God, God's will, right? Um, and I had crazy argument in, in the other chat regarding this. A lot of people, when you pray for things, you know, add on like in Jesus name or add to like, all right, like God, like I want this thing, you know? I'm believing for um for this, but if it's not your will, like okay, um, but then you don't want to say that, say that to people because if they if you heavily just push to them, like nothing is gonna happen if it's not in His will either way. Then in a way, you're kind of gonna push them like it don't make no sense even praying for healing and praying for that because he what's already gonna happen has already happened like only he know if you're gonna get out of that situation so it don't make sense to even pray about it only he know if if you're gonna get healed from that thing so it don't make any sense to pray about it because i and i don't want to push the last one i never want to push that because i've read so many different books even with abraham and job and hezekiah um reason with god like hezekiah even when he was sick like he asked god like to change to give me more time to live and God saw his heart and changed. And even Abraham, when he reasons with God, like that's so important for us to know that we can go to him. Like, and because it's love, it's not, yeah, something is set in stone, but it's love. Because really, if something was set to happen, right? And, and he, and say you change his mind then that thing, and then he changed his mind to something else, then the first thing was never set to happen. True. The thing that he changed his mind to was, was really set to happen. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, it's it just, it's just, then your prayer was, was on the will. And um, that's why, Frank, your point is spot on. And so is the margin. Like he knew you was going to pray for we that thing. We can't like pray never... without Holy Spirit because we don't know the things we need. We don't know the things we want. It is impossible. We have to pray with Holy Spirit. If we don't pray with Holy Spirit, you will be praying amiss. You mm-hmm. don't know what you're praying for. This is why we need Holy Spirit. That's literally the point. Like yeah. that's the whole point. It may, in our minds, because I be thinking sometimes in our mind, it looked like healing I, like i'm gonna be sick forever so what's the point of praying right yeah. uh-huh. but he could really heal me anytime he wants if i'm not healed like yes he ain't gonna change but he, but like he want us to open our mouth and ask yeah. this is why so, this is why a lot of the times we're in the situations that we're in because god is literally just waiting for us to depend on him you know on on the things that he wants us to believe him for to ask him keep for looking. That big, that's the word keep absolutely looking, keep asking Absolutely. And I, and I had to watch the, a sermon by Joshua Selman and it's, a, it's called, um, ways to open doors, how to unlock closed doors. And, and, and he, he basically said, um, consistency of knocking on the door is how that door opens. Mm. And I didn't know that that was true until I was sick. Oh my goodness. Everybody in my household could tell you when I first got pregnant, I was literally coughing every <laughs> single day. Oh, oh my God. God. 
<laughs> said the March keep praying for that 100k car though, but that's a little bit calm. I was coughing every single day, and I was like, I read that, I watched that sermon um, because the Bible, you know, he was saying that the Bible says Jesus says, "Knock and the door will be open uh, until yeah. you keep knocking, the door is gonna open." So I'm like, all right, let me try him and see will he not open up this door, right? So I'm knocking, knocking, knocking. I'm praying, praying, praying. Every single day I'm praying for the, the cough to go away. And I'm telling you, some point, at some points, the enemy was telling me, what's the point of praying? Like, maybe this is God's will for you to cough. Like, you're just pregnant. Maybe it's his will. It was not God's will all along. It was a testing of my faith. And I literally kept praying every day. And to God be the glory, I don't have that cough anymore. But I don't mm. even know if y'all remember. The cough was crazy. Cough. Nobody forget that cough, man. Go ahead, go ahead. Honestly, I mean, honestly, Symphony to forget. Symphony. I'm sorry, y'all. I was pushing the wrong buttons. Um, to add to your point about praying for things, I realized just from my own experience that sometimes when when it comes down to praying and kind of like how I had that question at a point in time too, where like if it's God's will then like how do I actually pray if he's going to do what he wants uh, and and it kind of I kind of went back and forth I didn't stop praying but I really you know wanted to know the answer but the answer he ended up giving me was that sometimes when we pray for certain things he and he I feel like every prayer always gets answered is that we have an image of what that answer looks like and so when it don't come out the way we think it is we consider the prayer not answered when it is mm -hmm. and I, and I've I've realized that in a, a few different situations, even when it comes down to um, money, how we're talking about just like poverty and things like that. So with me, I so I had to get over the spirit of idolizing money, like very early on in my walk. And then even now, like I'm at a point where God tells me things and it's like, he's like, Symphony, it's not that you don't believe me, you just don't trust me to get it done. And, and a lot of that also comes because I have an image of what getting it done looks like. And when it don't play out that way, I'm thinking nothing's happening. And he's like, I've been moving the whole time. If you just kind of stop and, and kind of punt it back to me, my best friend's been telling me that all week, like Symphony, punt it back to God and be like, all right, this is what you told me. Let me give it back to you. So you can then show me what it is that you're actually doing, what it is that you're actually saying, opposed to kind of making up this image in my head. And it's just like, well, it don't look the way I think it's supposed to look. So it must not be happening. But yeah. <laughs> Amen. I, I just think it's so important. Even um, I, 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 I try to say it's a, it's a middle that, you know, we have to be just knowing, just continue seeking him, continue praying. But and then also knowing like at the end of the day, it's his will, right? It's his decision. Either he do or he or he don't, you know. Um and 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 just even to know that, just to be content, like you know what's best for me. It first starts being with being content with his decision. Mm -hmm. Like um, like we was doing a study on um I saw the, the Hebrew boys and, and one of them said like, God, my, my God is able to deliver me. Like it didn't mm -hmm. deliver me out of this. Like he, he didn't say like he's going to, but he's able. And that that's the acknowledgement to that's know that like God is able to take this away from me. He's able to give me all the things that I want. Right. Mm -hmm. And then um, some things he is going to give it to us and some things he's not going to give us in general some things he's just not now 
or however, like in his will and in, on his, you know, on our journey that he has for us. But just to be content, like, you know, he's he knows what's best. And I'm going to seek him with it. I'm going to bring this, even my want of a thing, even if it's really um, he don't want it for me, even the want of it, like the fact that I want this thing, like I want to do these things to the house, like all that stuff, like I'm going to bring that to him, you know, and pray that he tell me like, all right, that's not important now. Or um, like earlier today, like me praying for the money to do certain things, like Symphony just said, I want the actual money, but mm -hmm. he's allowing people to come and do it for free. Yeah. And then me not realizing that he really could move like that. Like, mm -hmm. you yeah. know. True. Um, True. Nate, did you? Oh, okay. All right, go ahead. So um, this is a current picture of parts of the city of Smyrna. And um, the main thing I just wanted to say, let, let us all, you know, be aware. This is basically the end. Um, let us all be aware of how we encourage people. I feel like that's one of the best things um, to take away from um, Christ's letter to um, the Church of Smyrna. Um, let us know what, and let us be spirit-led with what and how we're encouraging people, mm -hmm. you know? And let's just not, let's not be influenced by anything other than Christ and his, doc, his doctrine and his word and his spirit, you know? And also know when we are persecuted that that's a sweet aroma to God, um, you know? And God, Christ was so, like, nobody's going to take Christ. Like, I can't, he's just so good to have spoke to the city of Smyrna and knowing that Smyrna and, and, and. Hebrew means myrrh and myrrh is a fragrance and them being crushed. Like you have to crush the, the, yeah. the, the, um, the myrrh in order to get the fragrance, which means we have to be crushed and persecuted yeah. to be a sweet aroma to God. Like, it's just so good. Like that is such a powerful word. So as we do walk on our journey and we're, you know, persecuted, like, let's count it all joy as christ says yes. um he says lo i am with you always until the end you know what i mean so just just praise god that like we are not alone no matter what it is and you know i just pray if there's ever a time that persecution does come to america you know you know pray first if we can't get on one saturday we all know what to do and that's really to stand firm in faithfulness you know yes. if Saturday where we don't come on that's that God's willing that doesn't ever happen but like it's a Saturday where like it's a alarm go off and everything go crazy that we stand in that faithfulness that we remember the word um through revelation it's supposed to be a blessing to all of us and it is you know that till the end we're going to just fight if we can't hear each other voice or encourage each other because a time will come where all this is going to be silenced you know and and when that time comes like will we be ready and i pray that we're all ready that we're all ready to face persecution knowing that a crown is waiting for each and every one of us and the other church the ephesus church that also applies to each and every one of us which is you know understanding that we may have it all right concerning yeah. the word and the law and all those things but we have to yeah. all operate in love no matter what so, and let us do the things that they did right too let us hate the things that God hate, you know. Yes. That yes. Are doctrines of 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 others, um, of other peoples. So yeah, let's let, let's try, you know, each within ourselves. Let's try to, you know, be better and learn from each 
um, church. But, and, you know, like Bray was saying, it's very important when it comes to suffering. If we don't incorporate that in our walk, it, it, you know, when the time come, like it's going to be new for us and we're just going to be shocked. We not know what to do. We're going to question everything. So let us, you know, not read in part and not know in part, but let's just do like everything. Let's just read the Bible fully in the totality. And let's just um, like, don't take, um, don't look at the gospel and the walk as <laughs> be perfect all the time. You know, not saying any one of us um, do that, but let us know that, you know, a time is coming and we're supposed to be persecuted, you know, um, because of the hate that, um, because the world hates who was inside of us. Yes. Well, it's still a rain and then we're going to watch the video, right? The, uh, yeah, yeah. the Passover video. So stay on. We're going to watch the Passover Yeah, I just wanted to, you know, encourage each and every one of us to not uh, miss the study of the, the, the other five churches because it's like so, so, so important. And there's a church that all of us is wanna, gonna, wanna be a part of, me. I just think everyone is gonna wanna be that church. So let us not miss. Church the... that is, praise God. What did you say, Bria? Church that is, praise God. <laughs> yes, let us not miss it, praise God. Right, um, so all right. Um, uh, thank everybody, we're gonna pray out first and then. Okay, we're going to pray out first and then uh, watch the video after. We go ahead, Sister Bria. Praise God. Um, thanks for joining us, sis. Um, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you so much again for another Shabbat. We thank you, God, for giving um, the Maj, the wisdom through Holy Spirit to teach us about um, the two churches, the two first churches that you mentioned in Revelations. Lord, I pray right now, oh God, that we do not hear by our own knowledge, but we hear by the spirit that we, um, that we, that we read it ourselves. We hear by the spirit and that we actually apply this to our lives. Can y'all hear me? Yes. Satan, get thee behind thee, Dimaj. In the name of Jesus. Thought over, sis. He messing your, he messing your prayer up. I'm going to talk to him after this. Okay. No sound. Praise God. You can Good hear day. me now? I can hear you now. Did you finish praying? I did. Yeah. Oh. You guys start over. Demise, close your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And <laughs> well, I thank you, God, for a time to laugh. We yes. know it's a time to laugh. <laughs> and I'm seriously about to wrap up this prayer. Amen. Um, just cover us all this Shabbat. Um, allow us to walk away with a new, fresh word um, that we can apply to our lives this week and cover us until we meet again on Wednesday, God's willing for prayer service, and then on Saturday next week as we learn about the rest of the churches. All these things I ask in your son Yeshua's name. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 All right. Let me stop this. Keep so we're going to start recording.